Welcome to Here's Teresa on Talk Zone with your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Teresa is here to inspire and educate you with heartwarming stories and informative conversations from a national and global perspective. Now, here's Teresa. Good morning. Good morning to all of my listeners out there. This is Teresa E. Keys, your host for Here is Teresa, formerly known as Put It All on the Table Through Mediation. I am still broadcasting on the great and the fabulous TalkZone.com internet radio. And I am so happy and proud that I'm celebrating my two-year tenure on this great um, internet radio, TalkZone.com. You know, it went by really, really fast. And I'm just applauding myself. I'm so happy um, that I have been here. And I'm so happy that you are listening to me um, out there all over the world, actually. And um, so that, that gives me, you know, good good uh, a good feeling. I appreciate you listening as I know that you could be doing something else and no listening to someone else. So listen, how are you all out there? I hear you loud and clear listeners. You're saying I'm doing good, Teresa. Well, I just want you to know that I miss talking with you all out there. You know, there's so much happening in our world. Um, I did a rerun uh, two weeks ago, which I got good um, you know, numbers on that too. So it just showed that that was a, a, a good topic about, you know, what's fueling the, the anger and, and, um, uh, 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 uh the anger and, uh, contentious behavior, um, in our, in our, um, society. And if you haven't listened to it, I please invite you to pull it up. Uh, go to talkzone.com. You guys should have the app. If you don't, Go and get it. The app uh, accommodates Android and also iOS system. And I'll pull down, I'll go to my archive, and it's there. Okay? Well, I myself am doing just fine, listeners. I'm moving and grooving along in my life. A lot is happening. Um, I, I, I really need to have like two, three or me, uh, Teresa's to get all this done. But God never gives us anything more than we can handle. And, you know, um, I, you know, I just wanted, want you guys to know that. Can you believe that two weeks from today is going to be Thanksgiving? What in the heck happened to 2006? That's all I want to know. 2016 was all I want to know. Did I say 2006? 2016. It just got up and went. And then it's going to be Christmas. And then... 2017. Oh my gosh. OMG. This is why I'm saying do your life. Do your life. Do it today. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Get out there and do it. And here's a, here's a, here's a thought for you. Remember, you know, there is a lot of talk about, you know, the year 2020, you know, and, um, and how futuristic things would be and all the other blah, 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 blah. They said about 2020. Well, you know, it's upon us right now, guys. It'll be here in a moment. You know how fast time goes. That's all I'm saying. Well, let's get the weather report here in, in um sunny Arizona. It's really terrific right now, listeners. It's uh, finally in the 80s. Yay. Like today is going to be high about 81, 82 degrees, depending on what part of the valley you're in. And the low is going to be 60 tonight. And for us, that's cold here in the valley. But here's the, the saving grace. A lot of us, we can 
we can get APS, which is our uh, electrical company, one of the large electrical companies here in um, in in the valley out of our pockets because we can actually open up our windows, you know, let our ceiling fans still go and particularly at night. We can open the windows and let the cool, sometimes cold air blow in. Okay, listeners, let's get this out the way. All right. This presidential um, election campaign, the whole lot of it was something else to say the least. Okay. There was so much outlandishness going on and that was brought to town by Donald Trump. That I'm certain that countries worldwide are saying to themselves and out loud, what the hell is going on in the United States of America? Let's just for one moment talk about the Statue of Liberty, the Colossus that stands in the New York Harbor waters. She stands tall and erect as she is surrounded by words saying in part, keep ancient lands, you story pump, she cries with silent lips. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The wretch refuse of your teeming shore. Send these the homeless tempest tossed to be. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Exceptional words, right? They are beautiful words and they are etched, you know, on the tablet that the Statue of Liberty holds closely to her body while she holds in her hand the beacon of light stretched up to the sky as as to serve as a guiding light to those who seek refuge and freedom and the ability to see their dreams come true. My question is, how true are these words? That we here in the United States of America now have a president elect stating he wants to build a wall. He wants to close down health care that serves more than 20 million Americans. Going back to when hospital and emergency rooms served in individuals as their primary care physicians, instead of educating the uneducated and re-educating the educated so that they are able to be part of our globalized society. He wants to take the country back to a time gone by instead of pushing for re-engineered revitalization. So individuals can live a better life and not do manual labor intensive jobs that are low paying and offering little growth while maintaining poverty in their families. Have we not as a nation learned anything in the last 250 years, let's say, as we have had so much bloodshed in this country, so much contentiousness, the Native Americans who are the first people in this country, still a number of them sitting on reservations as their treaties are still not honored with a civil war that was about slavery, woman suffrage, fighting for the right to vote, uprisings from people of color being joined by their white brothers and sisters as they were fighting for their right to vote, fighting against segregation. Is this what making America great again entails? If so, I pass big time. This country is already great. We as a nation need to continue to rectify the issues, the problems that are still beckoning to maintain a negative grip on this nation. So let's be clear, listeners. We are one and we do have differences and that will always be. It will always be, however, Respect each other's differences as long as they do not harm anyone else. Just know this, listeners, divisiveness, racism, and hatred are all robbers of our most precious commodity, 
known as time. And it is a robber of all that is good and all that is great. Otherwise, the words that are inscribed on the Statue of Liberty as she welcomes in the past and in the present so many millions of immigrants into this fabulous, great country simply means nothing. Okay? All right. Now, the title of my program today is People on the Wrong Side of the Right Thing. Now, to some of you out there, you are you may be saying, say what? What do you mean, Teresa? Well, I would tell you right now, but here comes the but. You have to stay tuned to my show and listen to me and the world's best mental health therapist, Reginald C. Campbell, as we get into this great conversation. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I and I want you all to know, you know, I've already said it at the top, you know, when I first came on that I, you know, did change my show's name to Here's Teresa. I'm changing the format. Um, You know, I'm kicking it up a few notches. You know, as I said before, it has been two years that I've been broadcasting on the great talk dot com Internet radio. And um, I will I want you to know that I'm going to have the same great engineer. Shout out to Dave. And I am changing the intro music, as you all have heard, you know, kicked it up, kicked that up some notches and, you know, doing some other things as well. And this will, you know, this will listeners allow me to spread out the blanket, you know, more of, um, you know, interesting and uh, educational and um, controversial conversations that I'm sure you will um, enjoy here as you're listening to me on Here's Teresa. Okay, it is shout out time. Okay, I want to give a shout out to Hillary Clinton and Tim Kaine. When the opposition went low, they definitely went high. They did not get down in the mud, listeners. It was a well-ran, passionate campaign. And yesterday, as I was listening to to Tim Kaine, as he stood on the stage with his wife by his side, I could see the concern that he had for the outcome of the election and the respect, care, and admiration for Hillary Clinton as they worked hard and seamlessly together on a campaign for like 18 months. The speech was thoughtful. The speech was eloquent. As he said in the words of William Faulkner, who's a great uh, American writer, and he's also a Nobel Prize laureate. He was from Oxford, Mississippi, giving you a little bit of history on William Faulkner. Tim Kaine said, they killed us, but they ain't whooped us yet. I love that. I'm happy to know that Tim Kaine will be, be will be back in his seat in Virginia as a Democratic sen- uh, senator's listeners, and he will continue on with his, you know, items that he and Hillary talked about so much um, during this presidential campaign, you know, um, you know, about fighting for humanity rights, uh, righteousness as a whole and fairness and inequality in, in this nation. And um, as for and as for um, uh, uh, Hillary uh, Clinton. I want you to know that I am so proud 
of her. I am I am just so proud of her that she in fact did shatter the glass ceiling and she totally gave awareness to all women. She gave awareness to all of our little girls and teenage girls who have that glimmer in their eyes of achievement, who have that glimmer in their eyes of prosperity to its highest level can be achieved. I am also certain that Hillary Clinton will take a much needed break as you know, being on the, on the campaign trail, you know, uh, can be, can be, you know, uh, a, a, a grueling, a grueling thing, you know, but, um, she did, she did well and, um, she, she, she did, she did an, a, a, a fabulous job. Okay. And, and also, I want to give a shout out to President Barack Obama, First Lady um, Michelle Obama, President, I'm sorry, Vice President Joe Biden and his wife. These were all class acts. And um, I know I'm not the only one who's going to miss them because all of these individuals, regardless of what they were, the president and the vice president for everybody. It wasn't just for one segment of the populace. Um, it wasn't just for what, what it is that they wanted to do. It was for what needed to be done for the betterment of the country in the entire world for all. And, um, he's going to be sorely missed. It was definitely a class act. Okay. Now, I'm going to take a short break, and when I come back, I'm going to bring on my most fabulous, fabulous guest, Reginald C. Campbell. Stay tuned. Back to Here's Teresa on TalkZone.com with Teresa E. Keeves. Thank you so much for returning with me. This is Teresa E. Keeves, and the topic of our show today is people on the wrong side of the right thing. And as I had said earlier, um, a lot of you listening to me it's probably are probably saying, you know, like, Teresa, what in the heck do you mean? Well, I'm going to start explaining what the heck I mean by people on the wrong side of the right thing. I'm sure a lot of you out there have heard uh, something uh, about this, about people being on the wrong side of the right thing. But we're going to get into an in-depth more topic uh, and, and explanation about it. I'm going to bring on my guest, Reginald C. Campbell. He is my um, my most frequent guest. He is my most appreciated and most um, uh, uh, educated and and um uh, uh most welcomed guest uh all my guests are welcome but as i said he's on here all the time he always makes time for me he is my brother from the same mother and father he is the world's best mental health therapist he's very well appreciated um in his sector of the world for the things that he that he does and i'm waiting for him to start writing some articles and maybe even a book so um welcome to the show Reginald C Campbell Hey, good morning. How are you? 
I'm doing just fantastic. It's a beautiful day um, here uh, that God has given us. Um, I'm sure all over the world, I'm sure that the weather is different. Uh, the sun may not be shining and things as it is here in the valley, but nevertheless, even if it's raining, it still is a beautiful day. Uh, we are here to to breathe and, and do our life um, and finish the things that it is that we need to finish and or start in our life. That's how I look at it. Yeah. So are you ready to jump in? Yes, let's rock and roll. All righty then. Well, the title of my show is People on the Wrong Side of the Right Thing. So having said that, let's start, Reginald, with the Affordable Health Care Plan. This was an exceptional idea, as you know, um, that was started by Hillary Clinton while her husband was uh, president of these fabulous United States. Um, there was a need for Americans to be insured in order that they may receive hair care assistance at an affordable price. Now, our President Obama resurfaced with a plan that was and still is a great plan, the Affordable Health Care Plan, a plan so people can stop using the emergency rooms as their primary physicians or, you know, or, you know, people and their families not being able to go to the doctor or dentist because of the lack of having health care plan. Now, Reginald, Donald Trump says he is going to get rid of the health care plan as he has no plan, let's be clear, to take place of this plan and 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 stating that the premiums are too costly and is costing America a lot of money under this under this plan. Now, it is the right thing in my opinion, to have a health care plan, Reginald, that is affordable upon inception of this plan. As you know, Reginald, when it first came out, you know, there were premiums as low as $50 a month in some cases. You know, as the years went by, the premiums started rising. Now, one of my guesses of this, Reginald, and my listeners is that the insurance companies no longer wanted to help the large segment of the populace in this country who needed health care. With no pre-existence criteria, they wanted to make more money is what I'm guessing. You know, so Reginald, first of all, this is not going to be a cakewalk to get rid of this plan, as Trump has been saying to his cheering rally attendees, who I bet a large number of them have this coverage. On the wrong side of the right thing, I say, Reginald, what do you think? Well, you know, I think that a lot of people at these rallies and who pull the lever for Donald Trump are going to have buyer's remorse very soon. And I want them to have buyer's remorse very soon. Donald Trump, well, you know, just let me start with this. The outcome of of this election really disturbs me. And it really disturbed a lot of people around the world and people in this country, as we saw the last couple of days with protesters, you know, all around the city. And just to say that you want to take 20, take insurance from 20 million people. Mm-hmm. A lot of those people at those rallies have Social Security. Their grandmother is on Social Security. A disabled child is on Social Security or Medicaid and Medicare. And perfect example of on the wrong side of the right issue. And mm-hmm. simply asking 
okay, Donald Trump will say we're going to repeal and replace it. Replace it with what? Simple question. Replace it with what? Simple question mm-hmm. that the news media would never ask him. Simple mm-hmm. question that, that the news media would not force him to say. If you say you're going to repeal something and take it away and give it with what? Mm-hmm. In therapy, if you take something from someone, you have to give them something in return. Mm-hmm. If you take something from your child, you have to give them something in return. If it's a promise that if you act right, you'll be able to play on the Wii or whatever. You don't just take it and say, well, you'll never be able to play on the Wii again. That's it. So replace mm-hmm. it with what? Mm-hmm. And the Democrats will be able to block this. And I hope they block everything that Donald Trump tries to do. The same way they block everything that President President. tries to do. Yes. And and, and they're able to do that. But it's simply people need to ask themselves, he's going to replace this with what? Mm -hmm. And a lot of other things, I'm going to build a wall. Okay, let's see. Now Now it's time to govern. See, it's, it's easy to go out and talk trash about what mm-hmm. you're going to do and how you're going to do it. But when the rubber hits the road, now let's see what you got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A, yeah, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. A, go ahead, Reginald. And there's going to be a lot of people disappointed very quickly, and I'm happy about that. I'm, exactly. I'm saddened by the hatred that this man spewed and the news media created this monster and the mm-hmm. news media needs to, needs to be held accountable for this because this is a person, and, and, and I'm very passionate about this. I'm very disturbed about this. I'm very disturbed that this person is going to be sitting in the White House. With, with the codes. With the codes, with his attitude. With the, mm-hmm. the cold, are you kidding me? Women voting for Donald Trump after what he has said? And there's a gazillion other things out there that the news media sat on that he said. Two weeks ago, Rachel Maddow had an interview with him with Donald, uh, that Donald Trump did about 10 years ago where he said that it's an abomination for women to be in the military. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay, why did, the, why did the news media stand on that? If Rachel Maddow had that, I know mm-hmm. people have it as well. Tim Kaine said the same thing. He agreed. Mm-hmm. So women, the wrong issue. The wrong yep. issue. You voted for the wrong. You voted against your interest. Exactly. And that is the whole premise that is in case with people who are on the wrong side of the right thing. Okay. Now, you know, you know, having said that, you know, and that's a very good thing you brought up, Reginald, about buyer's remorse, because as I, you know, I'm, I'm in this thing, I'm on radio. So I'm listening to a lot of, a lot of things and doing a lot of research and so forth and so on. And I'm not a fan of morning Joe. And I know you aren't either. However, one, there's a few things that he did say. He did have a panelist of all walks of life on his show this morning. Um, um, one thing that he did say is somewhat of what you said. He didn't say buyer's remorse, but what he said was is that he's going to, he meaning Trump is going to have a lot of 
angry people, you know, in these states because he's, you know, talking that talk, but he's not going to be able to walk that walk. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, you're going to, and, and healthcare was one thing that, that he talked about, uh, Joe talked about on this program is that, you know, you're not going to be, and, and so did some of his other, uh, uh individuals. You're not going to be just be able to, to, um, just, just take this. This is in, this is in law. Okay. You're not going to be able to just, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to just dispose this and this and that. And then that's, and then you don't have anything else. And so then let's just say this original. Let's do the, let's do the, let's just say factor that some people mm-hmm. go, okay, yo, let's get rid of uh, Obama. Let's just say that he does it. Okay, in about three or four months, people are going to be saying, wait a minute, I got to go to the emergency room. Oh, I can't afford it. Yeah, but you had affordable health care. You had it. Now, here's the thing. I do understand, and we're going to talk about talk about more of this, you know, later on. But I just want to mention that, you know, there was other there was other binding criteria underneath all of this, you know, um, uh, you know, in, in order to get this, you know, to get this momentum going. And, and what I'm saying, and then I said this before on my show is that, you know, they're saying that, you know, some people say, well, you know, Donald Trump, you know, he, you know, he started talking to a lot of people that all he did was, was open up the door. The, you know, the president of this company can't, uh, country can't say it. Joe Biden can't say it. You know, Hillary and Tim Kaine can't say it, but people like you and I can't say that what he did, a huge thing what he did was open up the, the door for people to go into their back pocket and take out their racist card. That's what Absolutely. he did. That's what Absolutely. he did. You know what I'm saying? Nobody Absolutely. addressed that the fact that the KKK endorsed him. If he's saying that he has nothing to do with the KKK. He denounced them and blah, 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 blah. He did not once, not into all of the stuff that I was listening to, okay, that he denounced them, you know, uh, uh, you know, getting, you know, getting behind endorsing him. There wasn't, there wasn't anything of that. Did you hear him denounce that, Reginald? Cause I didn't. No, 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 he didn't. No, he did not. And if somebody, if an organization like that, if I'm running for office and in a, in an organization like that says that they support me and I don't believe in them or their cause, the first thing I'm going to do is go out and say, you know what? I'm not with this. I don't want their support. I don't need their support. I don't agree with them. I'm going to have a national, I'm going to have a, a press conference stating this. But see, this is the card that the Republican Party has played for a long time. When Ronald mm-hmm. Reagan announced his presidential um, run, he announced it in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Now, what's significant about Philadelphia, that, Mississippi? Mississippi, exactly. Philadelphia, Mississippi is where three freedom riders were killed. Mm-hmm. Three white kids, one black, two, three, uh, a black kid. Okay. Yes. The home, of the, the home of the Ku Klux Klan. Klan, so yep. All the places that Ronald Reagan could have announced his presidency. He was governor of California twice. He could have announced in California. He was from Illinois. He could have announced, he could have announced in it in Illinois. But there no, you go. He announced in Philadelphia, Mississippi. It's the wink, wink, wink of you know what I'm coming from. Exactly. And, and, and Donald Trump is Richard Nixon's southern strategy from 1968 on 
steroids. Thank you. Thank President you. President Johnson, when he passed the Voting Rights Act and Civil Rights Act in 1964, stood up in Congress and said, the Democratic Party will lose the South for the next two generations, but it's the right thing to do. To do, and he yes. Dr. King and said, we shall overcome. Mm-hmm. And what he said has come to fruition. So, so what Donald Trump has done now, you don't have to wink, wink, wink anymore. You just come out yeah. and say, you just come out and say it, and then you back it up by saying, well, you know, we, we don't need to be um, uh, politically correct. Yes, we do. Let's look at that word, politically correct. Correct. What's wrong with mm-hmm. being correct? If your child is not correct, would you not correct them? Mm-hmm. So what's wrong with being correct? No, what they want to do is come out and be able to say the N-word, to be able to come out and say ugly things about things about women, as Donald Trump mm-hmm. has said. It's okay to say ugly things about Muslims, that Donald Trump has said. It's okay mm-hmm. to say ugly things about the LGBT community, that Donald Trump has said. Trump has said, yes. This is absolutely asinine. Yes, it is. is yes, it is. is. And is, yeah, is yeah. And, and, and the media, as I have said, needs to be brought to task on this because they definitely were the purveyors in promoting all of this outlandish, negative, racist behavior with between him and his and his vice president, vice presidential nominee, uh, Rudy Giuliani, um, uh, Chris Christie and then all of the rest of his his uh, so-called, you know, team, you know, Omarosa, you know, her with her black uh, uh, woman. She's a, a black woman, Omarosa. I mean, you got all of these kind of people who are, uh, are spewing hate, you know, and, and this is and this is your team. And you had the immitigated gall to stand up there in your speech, you know, in, in, in my opinion, should have been this concession speech. But you stood up there in your speech and you're saying we need we need to come together. You don't have a clue of even what come together means. You have no idea. You don't have an, an idea of what's coming together. However, I, I, I understand this, and this is a, a conversation that I've had with, with many people, including um, our sister, uh, uh, Thomasina Cunningham, that God has a plan, okay? And perhaps maybe this is one way that he's going to do his best to teach his children something, that you don't go on the wrong side of the right thing. You understand what I'm saying, Reginald? I mean, you got you got a leader of a the you know one of the largest communistic countries calling you up and congratulating you. What's up with that? And, and what's, up, what's, that up, Paul, what's up with that? It showed that Paul Manafort, the reason he snuck away like a like a rat in the night, is because who was head of Donald Trump's campaign, is because there's you know there's proof that he worked for the Russian government. You know, the news media has this information, okay, and you're absolutely right. Vladimir Putin, the first person who calls you to congratulate you is Vladimir Putin. Are you kidding me? Exactly. Well, President Kennedy won. Nikita Khrushchev did not Khrushchev call didn't. him to congratulate him. No, no, he didn't. When Lyndon <laughs> Johnson ran, Nikita Khrushchev did not call him. 
Well, Richard Nixon, nope. one who who I was no fan of, did not call him and congratulate him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when when Jimmy Carter run, President did not call Jimmy Carter and congratulate him. Mm-hmm. When George Bush, the first one, um, um, oh, um, uh, uh, Gorbachev, can remember? Can remember? Uh, well, no, Gorbachev. Um, yeah, yeah, Gorbachev did not call to congratulate him. Mm-hmm. So, what the hell is going on here? This thing this is the high heaven. Yes, it does. And people are so blinded with hate because, you know, Reginald, a lot of this was, as I said, a lot of this was engineered on the premises of racism and hate. And that's just the way it is. I mean, you know, when, you know, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say this and then I want to move on to an, another another question. Um, it, it is that during um, uh, uh, Trump's speech of accepting you know, the, the outcome of this president, president, a man shouted out in the audience. OK. Let's assassinate that bitch. He's talking about Hillary Clinton. Nobody. I haven't heard the media. I heard the media say something about it once and then it went away into the darkness. Nobody is talking about it. Nobody has said anything about it. You see what I'm saying? Right. No one has said anything about it. Assassinate that bitch. I mean, come on. But no one. But but he he heard that loud and clear because I could hear it over my television. If he was the right person doing the right thing, he would have said, excuse me, sir. I'm not having that kind of language. He would have said something. But he didn't because he entertains this. He massages this. You understand what I'm saying? He massages all of this, and it's all going to come back and bite the butt of him and all of those who pushed the lever uh, 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 or checked his name in for presidency. And that's and that is not and that is not anything that I'm hoping will happen, but it's it's inevitable. You because you can't have something like this going on, and there's prosperity going to be in the mix of it. Okay. Now, also, Reginald, there is talk among the media outlets that one reason Trump won is because a large number of uneducated white males in this country voted for him. They felt that they were left behind in the technological growth and globalization. I say to this, really? Here is what I say, Reginald, and my listeners. We have always been globalized. This isn't something that Oh, oh, it's a new, a great term to say. You know, it's fashionable to say that we're globalized. You know, mm-hmm. we have always been globalized. I have been talking about this way before I started uh, 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 talking about it in my classes, the changing face of, uh, of America in the, in, the, in, the, in the 80s when I was attending DePaul University. And then the talk really started as the notice of our world changing, particularly during the technology boom, Reginald, in the 90s. The start of the, you know, World Wide Web was being utilized like, like never before, Reginald. When we were when we were coming up, Reginald, our father said to us, always pay attention to the world. See what the world is doing so you never want to be left behind because you will never be able to catch up. And there is so much truth to what he said as I am, you know, you know, speaking that and saying that to myself 
as I'm as I'm growing in my life. Now, those words resonated with me as a child and throughout my adulthood into today. Now, Reginald, my question to you is, do you feel now I'm going to ask you this question and and take a break and I want you to answer it when we come back. Okay. now, do you feel that the reason these individuals feel left behind or are left behind is because the advancement of technology and the globalized growth factors in our world? Or do you feel that it is because of something else? And if so, what is the something or somethings else? I'll give you a chance to answer that, Reginald. When you come back, get up and stretch. Come back with me. Let's get back to Here's Teresa on Talk Zone with your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Thank you. Thank you so much for returning with me. I am here with my um, very well-educated uh, brother on uh, political uh, the, on the political arena here in our world, and we are discussing people on the wrong side of the right thing. And uh, before we went to to break, I uh, I gave a question to my brother, and I'll I'll repeat it, and then um, um, he's going to give us the answer to it. And the question was, do you feel that the reason these individuals feel left behind or are left behind is because of the advancement of technology and the globalized growth factors in our world? Or do you feel that it is because of something else? And if so, what is the something or somethings else? That was my question. You know, people have to consistently grow and change. The one thing that is constant in this world is change. If a doctor graduated from medical school 10 years ago, that doesn't mean he or she no longer has to go to training. If someone mm-hmm. graduated from, from college 10 years ago in business, with a business degree, doesn't mean that they no longer have to go to training. If a mm-hmm. carpenter finished his apprenticeship 10 years ago or a mechanic 10 years ago, that does not mean that they no longer have to go to training. So things change. We have to constantly grow. And if you don't grow and you don't change, you are going to be left behind. This is one thing that I consistently talk to the young people that, that, I, that I work with and, and the young people who I mentor and, and the young people who, who I know who you know, call me and just want to talk. Mr. Reggie, let's talk about stuff, you know. And I always tell them, grow, consistently grow. Do not be left behind. Do not mm-hmm. be left behind. Don't be caught in the in the scourge of drug abuse. Don't be caught in the scourge of hatred. Don't be caught mm-hmm. in the in the in the abyss of, of of alcoholism, you know, because that stuns your growth. And the worst thing you can do, you can do as human beings, is to stop growing. And the mm-hmm. easiest thing for us to do as human beings is to blame the guy or the girl next to us for our lack of growth. Mm-hmm. So this is a responsibility 
that is on us. This is the exactly. that is that you can grow. You can grow just by reading, just by being in society, just by, you know, attending training. Um, I, I was speaking to um, uh, the gentleman at, 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 at my job, uh, one, of, one of the owners, and I'm doing some mentoring with him. And, and one thing he talked about is that he and, and, and his partner, you know, who also started, started our company, I, I, I don't want to say the company's name, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, they talked about a training that, oh, you know, that's, maybe you can go to that training. Why are they saying that? So I can grow. So I can grow mm-hmm. in certain areas. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's exactly. nothing wrong with that. And people have to be open to it. And you can sit around and, and, and blame the guy or the girl next to you as they're growing, as they have moved on, and blame them for your lack of growth. No, this is called self-responsibility. It's easy to exactly. blame someone else for your mm-hmm. But no, mm-hmm. it's up to you. It's up to you as an individual to want and need and desire to grow because the world is going to change. The world is not going to stop. Donald Trump wants to go back. The world's not going back, dude. Back. We're, exactly. We're not going back. We're not going back to the good old days where... You know, uh, if, if you were white, you could marry a black person. If you were black, you could marry a Latino person. We're not going back to that. Back to that. We're not going back no. to those good old days that Uncle Joe talked about. No, exactly. it's not happening. Exactly. And, and where uh, you have people who... Um, you know, they're the LGBT community where they were made fun of, uh, they weren't allowed to be, um, uh, viable members of this society. No one is going to go back. Uh, no one is going to go back to that. So this is what I'm saying. He, he, you know, he, I do, bel- I, I do agree with what you said, uh, before about buyer's remorse, you know, because they're going to have that. He's not going to be able to reinvent people going up under the earth, digging coal, you know, with the whistle blowing as you're wearing uh, coveralls, a T-shirt and a, and a helmet with the light on it with your lunch in a pail box and the whistle is blowing for lunch when you're supposed to. That's all, you know, you're standing in line on a conveyor belt, screwing a screw yeah. inside that that yeah. those, those things are gone and, and it's gone. not coming back. And and this is and 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 this is and this is what I'm saying, um, which which is very uh, uh, apropos to to the next thing because you know you know time is going and I want to make sure I get everything in. The educational system in this country is another item uh, original that I want to talk about. Years ago, acquiring higher learning was only for those who were called the elite. It was not for slaves or people of color, as we can attest to while we were little children. Uh, sitting there on the floor while our parents was was watching George C. Wallace, the former governor of Alabama, take on an event of 1963 listeners that cemented the public perception of the new Alabama governor as he led a stand in the schoolhouse door to prevent two black uh, uh, students, Vivian Malone and James Hood, from enrolling at the University of Alabama until the National Guard in, you know, uh, 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 intervene, Reginald. Now, a lot of individuals say that when they hear Trump say, make it America great again, this is code for trying to put back into place what I just mentioned and what we talked about um, um, earlier. Higher higher learning, 
Higher learning should be for everyone who wants it, and it should be affordable. And I agree with Bernie Sanders bringing this back onto the table during his campaign when he said that community colleges should be free, as it was free at one point in time. Now, you know, and not stopping those who want to advance themselves in order that they are viable and standable with our globalized society. You understand what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. And and no one's going back. No one's going back. Why would you want to go back to anything? Let's go forward. Go, go, go back to what? You know, the good old days weren't good for a lot of people, and the good old days weren't good for a lot of white people, let alone black people, natives, Latinos, you know, so the good old days of what? You know, so, you know, when I hear these things, it's, it's absolutely appalling. When I hear this man speak, it's just his lack of a vocabulary is absolutely appalling. Appalling, yes. You know, yes. this man doesn't even know that the reason he tweets all the time is because he, he doesn't know how to operate a computer. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You can't turn on a computer, you know, but, but, but you're the standard bearer of what the country and what we should be doing. Bias remorse is coming real fast, people. Oh, oh yeah. Coming real fast. And it's not going to be nice. It's, you know, I mean, no, it we, isn't. We, 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 we can't go back. There's nothing about going back. You know, in the, mm-hmm. in the Bible, it states when, uh, you know, when, when I was a child, I did childish child things. I, I acted like a child. But child. Adult, mm-hmm. You know, I, I tell, you know, one of my clients that I said that, that I work with, you know, look, you're, you're 40, you're 40, you're 42, you're 50 years old, you're 25, 26 years old. You can't act like that 16-year-old anymore. That's not cute. It, it's yeah. not cute. And guess what? Society is not going to tolerate it. Exactly. Behind. So, exactly. You know, again, all of this going back, going back to what? Exactly. Exactly. Ask yourself, people, going back to what? Yeah. And you know, the thing is, is that you had that sec that segment, but you know, just very quickly, brother, I also want to 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 say that we, you know, we did not. Uh, you know, uh, black, you know, black Americans did not get out and vote as advantageous as they should have. I also yeah. feel, um, you know, that, that, uh, uh, when, you know, when the things, when things happen, what are you going to say? You know, I only want to hear from mm-hmm. those who went out and voted, who exercised their right, their privilege to vote. I don't want to hear from anyone who did not get out there and vote. I don't want to hear it. I, I, I really don't want to hear because you had that opp- you had that opportunity. The media says that 30 percent of the Latinos voted, 30 percent of the Latinos voted for for Trump. I, you know, the media can say what it says, you know, but, I, you know, I, and I, I uh, actually I find that, you know, like, OK, some truth to that. And which I'm not, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure. understanding either. You got a person sure. who's saying he's going to build a wall. You have a person who's saying he's going to. um you, you know this isn't going to happen. I'm just saying that he's going to uproot immigrants, 
you know, uh, out of this country, 11 plus million. Um, he's going to sur- he's going to survey and spy on Muslim communities and Muslims uh, um, uh, churches. I mean, come on, really? And 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 you all saw this come see. So you know there you know there there's finger pointing to be done all around that you and I will get into discussions in, in other shows um, because I only have an hour <laughs> only have an hour show. But you know I you know I'm just saying that. You know, uh, 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 that, that it, it, it isn't only just one, what we're, we're talking about. It's also right. what I just spoke about as well. You know, that, that, that's, that's Absolutely. what I'm talking about. You know, and, Absolutely. and, mm hmm. Yeah. And, and, and the other thing, the electoral college. Oh, God, please go away. away. It needs to be done away with. Not only did Hillary win. The popular vote, Al Gore won the popular vote in 2000. He won, um, John Kerry won the popular, won the popular vote in 2004. I, I, you know, let's get away, let's do away with this electoral college. It's not 1840 anymore. We don't need this. We have technology yes. now. Mm-hmm. Hello. So, so, so this needs to be done away with. We can't yes. sit on what happened. Hey, great, something is for the foundation and, and all of that, but that doesn't mean you stick with that same concept 200 years ago, you know, 200 years later. You know, one, one, one thing that the founding fathers knew that with the Constitution it needed to be amended as time went by. Mm-hmm. So it's not the same as it was 200 and some odd years ago. Years ago. You're able, you're able to change things and add things. And, and you should want to, again. and you, sh- oh. yeah, and, yeah, and, 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 you know, not to interrupt you, but, you know, we, you know, you should want to change. You know, uh, you know, just, just be the thing that, you know, you're just, cause this is because you're comfortable in, in your sweat. Everybody don't want to come, come by and, and, and sit in your sweaty chair because that's what you're you're comfortable comfortable in. And on that note, speaking of chair, our you know we're we're we have you know uh, ran out of time. And um and I want to thank you, uh, Rachel, for being a a a constant on the show. As I said, your your comments are always very welcomed. Um, I hope that my listeners got something out of this of of of, of this uh, broadcast today. I also want to give a, a, another shout out to my daughter-in-law. It's her birthday. I want to say happy birthday to her and that um, I will be returning. So so um, uh, in two weeks uh, so that I can broadcast, um, um, you know, for for Thanksgiving. So I'll talk with you, talk with you guys. Then you have a great day. Be kind to one another and and just please always don't go low. Always go high. This is Teresa E. Keeves. <laughs>